It's almost there. Stay right there. Stay right there. Stay right there. Don't call me white girl. That's a real it's day folks. Unpopular opinion. Jail's not that bad. Boom. Pop your shit open and grab that nigga by the head and get the. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's something about them whispering in my ear the whole name thing. I like that. I like the nigga to whisper. What's your cash? <laughs> that's what's different. And that's why statistically number wise, not only do we not get the same amount of riches as them, we do not keep it. Nowhere mm. near how long they'll keep it. Hello, people. Welcome back to the Don't Call Me White Girl show. It is me, your favorite loud bitch. Don't call me white girl, a.k.a. Demona, a.k.a. Miss Good Pussy. I have Phelps to the left of me. Say hello to the people, Phelps. What's happening, yo? What's Philip, happening? Phil, whatever they call you. <laughs> no. Y'all know my name. Envy. Say hello to Thomas. Envious. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Happy, um... <laughs> yo. Happy, um, September. Hmm. Is it September? Is it gonna be September when it's coming? It will be. Yeah, we be doing these in like space time. Y'all really don't know when we do these. Yeah. It won't be September, but. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be? Have you almost September, Labor Day? Can I tell them what I'm doing? Because it'll be out by then. What yes. I'm doing, right? Damone mm-hmm. is doing a breakfast club. Wow. Boom. Oh, oh yeah, I missed Phelps. it. He tried to do a. He tried to. Cut it. I did the breakfast club, um, and all I could think about is the fact I had to be there about five. So what I'm thinking is I spend the night, yeah. like I come in at nighttime, mm-hmm. get a pillow blanket. Other than that, I don't have a shot. When this come out, it could be I missed the whole thing. Yeah, because 5 a.m. is, is kind of... <laughs> what? Them niggas do that every day? It's kind of crazy. 5 a.m. Yeah. is a little crazy. When you sent me the schedule, I said, it's going to be pretty intriguing. I'm see. super... Um, First of all, I'm super appreciative. Um, a lot of y'all at home was sending me clips of like Charlemagne using my lingo and saying certain shit. And a lot of that is surreal. That's how I met my friend Ariana. People would say, oh, the girl from Chicago was talking like you. Because if you know anything about Philadelphians, we have a very peculiar vernacular. <laughs> um, so certain shit, when you hear it, you know Philly. First of all, join. Drawing, that's all ours. We own that. So when I hear people, even with, because there's been a lot of debates about the whole why you being weird to me thing, but even that, the way a Philadelphian uses the word weird is different than how somebody in the Midwest. Yeah. Right. It's the way we say it and what we say it as, what we characterize. Weird as shit, bro. Yeah. You weird as shit is a diss. You you know? Um, I feel like other places weird is just like emo kids or, you know, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. not it for the us. Don't even really tap into it like that. Bro, it could be a nigga with the best jewelry, best car, you know, lit on the social media, but he's still a fucking weirdo. Boy, weird as shit. Boy, is weird <laughs> as shit. That is Philadelphia jargon, baby. Um, but a lot of this is surreal to me. Somebody like Charlamagne, who I've watched for years and years and years, saying something that I could have possibly said or whatever. Um, but he just flat out gave it up last year around Christmas. He says that my girl, I don't know if a lot of y'all know, Angela Yee is a friend of mine. Yeah, shout out to Angela, man. Shout out to Angela, yeah, bro. Out. Seriously. Shout out for, to somebody being loving and encouraging and on your side for real. Like, not just smiling your face and say that they're your friend and give you fake flowers mm-hmm. and then, like, try to, like, mutilate you when they get a chance. Um, more of a friend that, speaks highly of you in closed doors. When I'm not in the room, Angela is speaking to me. Yo, you know how many times motherfuckers is at a conference, they somewhere, and they're like, yo, Angela said, da-da-da, in a stage with 300 people in a crowd? Mm-hmm. 
that's real friendship. Um, she liked my shit. She showed me love and we met and we built a friendship. And she be sis be holding me down. Shout out to Angela. Shout out to the way up. Make sure y'all check that out. Um, Angela also just bought a building that she's dedicating to like single moms. She's just a great person. She I don't has think her own know. day. Like she everything going on in Brooklyn. Like Angela really is how you do it right. Mover like, and a shaker. Been in this game for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. She's little. And she's a nigga, and then her other side is Asian. Both of them races don't age. They don't age till way late in the game. So I don't know if Angie's 20 or 50. But either way, that's my dog, and she holds me the fuck down. But um, I was hollering at Angie because I wanted to be a guest. It was like a goal of mine kind of to get on there and be a guest or whatever. But when Angela did um, leave and got the way up, um, a syndicated radio show, she on the radio every day, every morning, alone, um, she... You know, she was like, yo, what about... She put that bid in for you. For sure. Yeah. And um, yeah. when Charlemagne says um, who he plans on having as, like, guest host, because that's what he said, people were asking. He was on an interview. I think he was on his podcast um, with Andrew Schultz. I don't know exactly where he was, but he says... The person says, well, are y'all going to replace her or whatever? He says, well, I want a lot of people to come through. And he says, the Jason Lees and Don't Call Me White Girl was, like, the first female listed. So I was super excited. Um... So far, they've tried a lot of different people out. Claudia Jordan, Jess Hilarious. Me personally, I think Jess been killing it. Yeah, Jess been killing it. Jess, Jess family too. Shout yeah, Jess. Jess squad. Jess been killing it. Um, I think she's pretty good. Jason killed it. I don't know who they're going to choose. Secretly in my heart, I don't think they are going to choose anybody. Like, I think it's just going to be like that. Yeah. yeah. But it's still exciting for me to put my bid in or just, you know, give a shout out. Shout out to my girl from Delaware, Lauren. Lauren. LaRosa. She's been up there a couple times killing it. So shout out to them for being able to get somewhere at five. Like, that (laughs) is crazy. Can you imagine? Bro, every day, my nigga. I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to sleep after work. Y'all going to get, (laughs) y'all going to get whatever. Shit, I was on the night before. Same scent, same shirt. That's what y'all probably yeah, gonna get. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be. That is, real. them niggas be up there looking refreshed. Ref- yeah, real shit. Yeah. No, remember we did. We had to do that when you did. Um, what's that show in Atlanta? We had to do with L'Oreal. And oh them. my god! That was the we probably oh, had to be. Shout out to Headcrack oh, and L'Oreal. Oh, Yo, we goodness. was up there quiet as shit. <laughs> we wasn't talking and shit. Motherfuckers say good morning. We was giving no them appetite. No Everybody walking jittery. Hey, good morning, guys. We like that shit was rough, and they mm. were so happy. I'm like, they must hand out Molly in the morning. <laughs> I've never seen Negroes so happy early in the morning like that. Yeah, but that was cool too. I almost forgot about that. Look, a good shout out to time for remembering what the fuck be going on in my life. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess it's cool. I'm excited about it. Um, I feel like I watched Charlemagne for so long, and I feel like Charlemagne did a lot of growing. Mm-hmm. I think that it's cool because it's like you do remember the Charlemagne little mama, Charlemagne being oh, single, Charlemagne so little Kim, Fredro Star, yeah, like Bean, yeah. Oh my God, Birdman was so viral. That was probably the most viral thing because yeah, that was, was crazy. Yeah, All three of y'all. Yeah. Johnson, I ain't gonna say it you, no more. You know what's so crazy that people now aren't too fond of like him in the Breakfast Club because they feel like oh Charlemagne don't he ain't controversial no more, so I don't really like it. It's like see, I, I love it. See, I'm and it's like, you know why I love it? I love it because number one, 
that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get better every year. You're supposed to grow. And number two, I love it because he was super honest about going to therapy. And he shared that with so many other black men. Like, yo, therapy works. Like, his growth is a part of him learning about himself and getting tools and shit like that. You know, that's why I tell you guys to check out BetterHealth.com <laughs> backslash don't call me white girl because... <laughs> Therapy does change situations, you know, it'll open up your mind to all kinds of stuff. Um, over 4,000 therapists to choose from. Check out BetterHelp.com. <laughs> she getting good at it. <laughs> damn, she's good. Wow. Somebody's on point. You up? You good? Last week I harassed um, Zach, uh, the sound guy, the visual guy, the producer guy. What exactly is it, is it that you do here? What was this? Sound. 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 He's a sound guy and an editor. He's also the local sarcastic guy because he always got some <laughs> little... You know a nigga that throw a little shade, but he do it at a low volume, so you don't really like, what you just say? And he be like, nothing, nothing, nothing. You know, he's good at that. But this nigga was on the brink of death, too. Shout out to us for working, dog. We on the brink of death. We're filming. His blood pressure dropping. This nigga leaves in the ambulance. Oh, my he's God. He's in the hospital for three days after. Is it okay if we talk about that? <laughs> He was in the hospital for days, and thank God he made it. But I'm going to drop my cash app here, and that's for any medical expenses or anything that we need. And you can trust in me that I will distribute the donations to him appropriately. He gave me one of these. Um, Yeah, so, boom. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Tom sent me topics. I don't think we had a TT, Tom topic, in a minute. But how was your um, weekend, you two niggas sitting here? Um, uh, it was good. Shout out to uh, Navy Green, Lionel, and uh, Dave. Who the fuck Barbara is Navy King. Green? You know Larry and Lionel? You know yeah. Lionel DJ on the side. Oh, uh, okay. And his, uh, he Which got, one is Lionel? Light yeah, okay. <laughs> with the glasses. All right. oh, they both got glasses. But him and his man's got a DJ collective called Navy Green. And they, they good. I like when they DJ and do stuff. Okay, it's funny because there's a comedian that's funny as shit named Nav Green. That's why I'm like, who, oh. who are you talking about? But this is Navy Green. Navy Green. Oh, that was that's his little yeah. thing? Oh, okay, yeah, he's funny as fuck. I seen him live on yeah, stage. Navy he's hilarious. Okay, <laughs> so I like, you know, I like Lionel's thighs. He's not afraid to show him. <laughs> the camera be right there, ball ball level. And it's like he giving hairy thigh and balls in them shorts. And I like that shit. Shout out to you, Lionel. He's single. He's like he deserve a good ball rub and a thigh rub. He got big, strong thighs. They not like cellulite -y. They big and husky like a horse. He got a horse thigh on him. I like me a nigga with a good thigh. I was not going there, but shout out my dog. <laughs> yeah, shout out to them niggas. I got to go well. over there and check their podcast out. Yeah, I feel like um, Our boy DT got booked and his mugshot is everywhere. I enjoy Rudy Giuliani's mugshot more because I have more of a hate for Rudy Giuliani, but I probably equally hate them both. Black people, stop saying free Donald Trump. <laughs> First of all, the nigga ain't do no time. He did an hour. That's he number did, one. Not even an hour, they said. Number two, you showing your hands. I am so tired of niggas. It, I was unfollowing people. People, oh, this is low from the Democrats to take it here. It's like, bro, there's this this nigga has been committing crimes for years. For years. Yeah. It's years about time he get indicted like the rest of our us, okay? Yeah, I get indicted every 10 fucking years. I can't shake these white motherfuckers off my back. Why the fuck can't he go to jail? He's on a recording saying... Look, I need you to do something to find these votes. 
That's like you calling, you know, the weed man, find me some pounds. It's enough. Mm -hmm. It's enough. I hate that. I hate the fact that all that COVID money and unemployment money has put in niggas' heads that when Donald Trump is in office, we have more money. It's a lie. It's a lie. I don't know about y'all, but when Donald Trump was the president, I literally, that's the first time I think I had a, where it was somebody in office where I felt nervous. I kept being like, damn, what if you make a mistake and hit the button? You know, he snorted a bunch of Adderall, yeah, called was, China. Yeah. Fuck you niggas. You yeah, know what I mean? He was on edge every day with him in office. That's how I felt. I thought that he was going to start a fight that he wouldn't be able to finish. Number one, he's dumb. Okay? This is just factual shit. Donald Trump is dumb. This is not like, oh, blah, blah. he's dumb. He paid people to do his schoolwork. Number two, I hate the fact that everybody thinks he's a good businessman. He's not. He has never had one successful business. Even when the nigga was selling steaks, they were moldy. This nigga's not good at anything. He had luxury um, like sheets and blankets and linen. You get all itchy from him. He's never had a business where it was like good and he made money. He's always been the fuck up, go bankrupt, old motherfucker shit, always. This nigga, you got another goddamn, you want to fight me at this point. Every time I look at this nigga, he... <laughs> <laughs> Who bought this nigga? Who bought him? I, I, didn't I enjoy your niece? She has no back. No, he's strict. <laughs> he got tired of me saying, every time I said dick, before I could get cooked out, he was looking like... <laughs> <laughs> She grown and she been watching me since third grade. That's not my fault. <laughs> Boy, he got his niece away from me fast as shit. He, he went back he to school. He on BTS duty. Shout out to my dog, Kill North Carolina Central this year, girl. Shout out to oh, you, girl. Right. Shout, Shout out, out to, to you. you. We love you. Do your do your thing, man. Uncle keep you far away from me, but maybe by the time you 30, you'll be able to hang with me. That nigga got out of here quick. Um, no. But seriously, if you are not a person that likes to sit and read and you want to just challenge me on it, it's some great documentaries about Donald Trump on Netflix where they just chronologically go about all of his business endeavors and how they've all fucking failed. Mm -hmm. And this is the same guy, I didn't get any help. You know, my father gave me that one-time loan of a million dollars and said, go ahead, boy, try it on your own. Bitch, imagine if your motherfucking grandfather gave you $500,000 and where the fuck you'd be at. Right. Don't nobody sell bonnets like you, Shaquita. If you had somebody to believe in you and put your business on before you even had to work towards it, imagine where you would be. I hate that. I already hate the idea of the super rich being the president. That's one thing I liked about Obama. He's a child of a single-parent home. That's the American experience. He's a child of a mom that's doing doubles and triples. Mm -hmm. That's the American experience. No motherfucker that gets driven to elementary school can tell me that they know anything about this fucking country. No person in front of that 1%. Because that's what it is right now. It ain't really a black and white thing. We really late with all that shit. It's a green and no green thing. Mm -hmm. It's the super rich and then everybody out here just trying to make it out this motherfucker just trying to feed their fucking children we still live in a country that you can work 40 hours a week work hard a physical job and you don't have enough money to cover rent or fucking food that's america hi i'm don't call me white girl from the don't call me white girl podcast and this episode is being sponsored by better help it's your girl don't call me white girl and this episode of my podcast has been sponsored by betterhelp.com um we got a different scenery ladies and gents i am doing this ad from my home 
Um, I really wanted y'all to understand how much BetterHelp has helped me with a lot of the pressures of my new career and this newfound fame. Um, BetterHelp has over 4,000 therapists that you can choose from online, and you can see your therapist from the comforts of your sunroom in your home. And let me tell you, I'll be the first one to say, sometimes you can't get up and make it out to get to an office. You have to try BetterHelp out. Take the advice from me. Let BetterHelp be your mat through therapy. That's betterhelp.com backslash DCNWG. If you go on betterhelp.com today and use the code DCNWG, you get 10% off the day. Again, that's betterhelp.com backslash DCNWG to get 10% off of your purchase today. Take it from me. It's easy, easy peasy, simple breezy. You're welcome for coming to my home. See y'all. Love y'all. And you want me to believe that the rich ass nigga that don't even know when to let his hair grow or when to go to the next size pants knows how to run a country, bitch, please. Donald Trump tried to get into the casino business. He knew nothing about the gambling business. He assumed he would do well at it. He went to New Jersey. Those people that built that casino for him, those local businesses, we talking about Italians and Irish people, okay? Them plumbers and all them people, oh, they so excited. It's their biggest job. They going all in. Nigga never paid them. And when he sued, he filed bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. He fucking bankrupted tall types of tens and hundreds of homegrown, good, what y'all consider good people. White people with picket fences lost their homes fucking with that nigga. He's a piece of shit. And this was Donald Trump in the 90s. So we could keep going on and on and on. He's so many times on record where he's not listening, he's not taking advice, and he loses everything. And the only people that suffer from that is motherfuckers around him, not him. He's a piece of shit. And I hate every time I see a black person say free him or try to debate him or try to, unless you are a black rapper that's rich, because he does, he does want lower taxes for the rich. So I can understand a motherfucker that got a couple dollars that want to get behind him. But your broke ass in that apartment, shut your black yeah. ass up. Or if he got you out of jail, you feel me, nigga? It ain't them, though. They, shut they, your black they ass the, up. They love the 1200 that's all. These motherfuckers really believe that this nigga oh, open my debit account and give all the niggas twelve hundred. That's not what the fuck happened, dumbass niggas. You know what Donald Trump is is responsible for? Obama went out. With Obama made sure that somebody in the cabinet. I don't know. I never watched that conjunction junction shit. I don't really know how shit go. But somebody in some cabinet hallway closet whatever they decide that you have to be mentally health sound to get a gun if you go on record with being um suicidal whatever having some type of mental issue where it's where it's extreme mm-hmm. that you have to go to a, through an extra loophole to get a pistol that's one of the first things donald trump reversed mm-hmm. so now you could be just as crazy as you want to be you can get fresh out of the mental institution that you got put in because you wrote a manifesto get out go buy three guns you can tell the nigga that's buying the gun i'm gonna shoot some shit up when i get this still get the gun go shoot the school up and that's where the laughing matter stops. We still can't send our kids to public school and feel good about it because you never know if somebody want to walk in that bitch and shoot that motherfucker up. One of the biggest debates these last couple of years is should the, should the teachers carry guns? That's how motherfucking dangerous it is. So instead of changing gun laws, Zach, we're going to teach these motherfucking stressed out, underpaid teachers how to operate AK-47s. What sense does that make? Welcome to America. And now you're going to have teachers and students having live shootouts in the classroom. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome to America. This is the dumbest debate of all. And as a mom, it's disgusting. You, I don't know if you don't have children. Do you have that conversation? You have to tell your child. I told my six-year-old. I went on this show and said I did. People clowned me and made jokes about it. Remember that? Mm -hmm. I told y'all that I went home and told my son that if it's a school shooting and there are kids on the ground, they're bloody. Blood on you. I said, lay down with the kids and put blood on your face and you pretend to be asleep. People thought I was crazy for number one having a conversation. They thought I was crazy for saying it. Guess what happened? Come so much later. Because I'm almost clairvoyant. You sitting with Cleo, you don't even dig it, nigga. Guess what happened right after? Don't hold that laughing. Let it out, nigga. <laughs> Guess what happens at? A little girl somewhere on the country yeah, got in a school shooting, laid down with the blood on her and she survived. Yep. What do you know? Ghetto bitch know something, don't she? Let me get a lighter, nigga. Bitch gonna DM me. Please stop smoking on the podcast. That devalues it and I don't like it. Well, bitch, don't watch. That's what I told her. That's how y'all feel? It's the end of the summer, man. We doing what we want right It's the now. only thing keeping me in this seat, whore. We do what we want any other time, though, so. <sighs> Anyway... Um, it's ridiculous. It's a it's an old debate. It's played out. It's stupid and it's crazy. It's insane. And instead of changing gun laws, we're gonna get a teacher guns. The underpaid, overworked, tired ass teacher that sometimes have twenty plus kids that she can't even fucking pay attention to. A week ago, a little boy brought a gun to school, shot his teacher in the stomach, and said to the next person, "I killed that bitch. That bitch dead." Took his mother gun out her pocketbook on the way to school to shoot the teacher and shot the bitch. And he's six years old. That's where we live. That's where we from, man. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it's it's crazy. The, the craziest part about it is that we're fed constantly that black people are the violent people. Because of inner city violence, we fled con we're fed constantly that, you know, Raheem from Randaway that shot the guy he had a problem with and missed and hit the grand, grand grandpa, that that is the problem in this country. It's not. The problem is that his neighborhood is filled with guns. Because guess what, Thomas? What? If Raheem is having an issue and he's 11 and the niggas that he beefing with are 12 and they have guns, what the fuck Raheem supposed to do? <clears throat> Go get one, too. He supposed to wrestle? It's not what we told. It's not, it's not our culture. It's not the way we came up. It don't matter why we came up. How the fuck do you fight a gun? The niggas don't like you have guns. What do you do? You drop out of school? No, you go get a, you go get you right. Come on now. G Herbo and them went viral talking about when they start carrying guns to school. And one of them says how he sees him with a gun. He said, oh, shit, that's what we doing? Now everybody carry yeah. a gun to school. Mm, yeah. But they own guns. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take. My personal opinion, do I think we should lose gun rights? Do I think we should? Fuck no. I, I, I don't think so. I think we should, we should arm ourselves. I think black people need to teach their kids. And I said it, and I'll say it again. Our children need to know how to load a gun, unload a gun, where to put the gun for safety, and use that motherfucker. Because mm. I don't know about y'all, but if the intruder crawl in my motherfucking window, and my 13-year-old son, who's taller than me, can reach that gun, but for me, bust his ass, son. Yeah. Fuck, we gonna play hot potato with it, pick it yeah. up. And the motherfucking white people, their kids use guns. They had the gun range, okay, mm -hmm. at six holding up pistols. Why not? I understand the nonviolent part. Like, it got to a point, I think, in the 90s where... It, it got a point, in, I think, in the 90s where it got this thing in black culture where you don't let the kids play with guns, no mm. toy guns. It's not just because, oh, we don't want the kids to be violent, we don't want them emulating gangsters, but our kids get killed with toy guns. Mm. Our kids will put a toy gun in the waist, walk down the street, Tommy Rice, kill in the park mm. for playing with a gun, a toy, right? So our kids can be murdered, but... 
The part where I think that went too far is not teaching them gun safety, mm -hmm. not teaching them how to use, because that's where we are. That's where we live. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And as of right now, you know, people arm themselves. And if you teach your children that and they get licensed to carry or whatever, 18, you don't have to worry about them going through something like me. I had a gun just to protect myself. I was arrested at 21 with it. I have not been able to own a gun legally since. I've been... I haven't been 21 in a couple of years. It's been a while. Four or five. I thought six. You are so on point. No. Either way, right? Either way, um, it's not fair. Let's just say you go to jail, it fixes you. You get out. But you're walking away from a gang. You're walking away from a group of friends. You're walking away from enemies. Now you work at Target. You're married. You can't protect your home. Even mm -hmm. if you had things from your past mm -hmm. that might want to get you, you can't protect your home because you got in trouble once with a pit. It's crazy. These laws are crazy, and that's why I don't follow them. What's the next topic? Yeah, but fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Rudy Giuliani. Fuck all them niggas. Fuck the, the stop and frisk that he, he calls. Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani is known to be the guy that turned New York from a crime city to a safer city, and that's great. But he also did so by having the most racist law in the world is where any black man walking down the street, you could get stopped and searched at any time. Stop at first with some real racist-ass shit, and it targeted brown and blacks, Latins and black people, and they was getting rough the fuck up, thrown around for no fucking reason, I mean, they've even been on record to do it the police, not knowing that the person's a cop from somewhere else. Mm. That shit is crazy. So fuck all them niggas. Wasn't Rudy Giuliani the one that got them off in that painkillers, uh, the painkiller doc? Yes, yes. Okay, Are we? what did we say about painkillers last we week? We didn't talk about it. Documentary recommendation. I laid off y'all a little bit because y'all was going too far sending me the documentaries your cousins make and shit like that. I don't give a fuck. I like what I like. <laughs> Stop giving me recommendations with shit that's yeah, out. Do. And me too. They be, they be hammering seen, me on my... First of all, they're not documentary buffs. Do yeah. they enjoy them? Yes. Yeah. Do I force them to watch them? Yes. Um, but I'm the one that's the documentary buff. I love them. For the most part, when y'all send me recommendations, I've seen it. Yeah. So it's like, whatever, bitch. Send me the one that people don't know about, they're not talking about. Uh, whatever. The new one that you need to watch, it's not a documentary. It's a show. So this is different because a lot of y'all can't even figure it's out like a documentary. That. You only like fictional shows. Painkillers. Painkillers is good. Me and Tom both watched it. <coughs> you watched it? Yeah. What, uh, oh, it's good. It's good. You should. Let me tell you why it's good, right? It's good because, first of all, it's a, it's a known story. It's a story about, if you're from Philly, and you see how Kensington is? This is why Kensington is that way. This is a story about how the opioid thing became a epidemic. Um, it tells you the exact source of it, and it's factual. The shit is so factual. I think the only thing that's off is, like, the imagination parts. You know the parts where he's, like, daydreaming? Yeah. That's the fictional part and the name changes. Other than that, that's exactly how that story happened. That's something that I've been reading on and watching on for years. I'm also somebody that sat right in this chair and told you I predict the next epidemic is going to be Adderall. Mark my fucking words. Those kind of epidemics start when there's too much of it on the street. And it's been a lot of overprescribing of Adderall, just like it was super overprescribing of opioids. For the most part, a rich man 
got dope, figured out a way to make dope in a better way, and sold it legally, and he crushed the streets with it and made so much money. Like, on some street shit, boy, was a genius. Like, he really nailed it, but even on some street shit, it's an old thing. Like, people been on heroin forever. People been getting high off the poppy seed forever. He just figured out how to make it all nice, wrapped in, packaged, and he finessed the government into saying it's okay. Yeah, they got cars on board. Bro, the, the same the drug beating. administration people that stop shit, they're the same people that stop Coca-Cola from putting cocaine in the soda. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? It, at the end of the day, the problem is when money mixes with things that like almost morally shouldn't even be fucked with, that's when shit get crazy. You know what I mean? Like money shouldn't be involved in, in my opinion, in like... Medicine yeah. or health, like ethical, yeah. Ethical decision making, bro. I don't know if y'all remember or anybody remembers. Y'all remember the white boy that bought that really popular HIV drug and charged yeah. quadruple for it? Martin Shirley, mm-hmm. Martin Shirley. Yeah. He was the same guy that bought that when Wu Tang dropped that album. The album. It was he one copy. Album. He <laughs> bought it. And they were so disgusted that he owned it. it ended up being beef. And he would be talking shit with yeah. like niggas behind him with hoodies on. Yeah, ain't he, ain't, ain't he in prison? Right He's yeah, in prison. He got locked up or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, he got locked up or something. But, but that's what I mean. But this is a capitalistic country. We're going to name this podcast America with the three Ks. This is a capitalist country. <laughs> Seriously, you know why? Because this is a capitalist country and we're all about making money. Stepping on people's heads to do so. But every time on record, when niggas get a piece of that, they change the rules. Mm-hmm. And that's why I hate when people, oh, racism is so old, racism is so old. It's like, no, nigga. Uh-huh. They have that lead, but their lead controls shit. So it's like, when will we ever get over that hump and be on evil, even ground? I don't even know if it's possible. Especially without, in my opinion, like reparations and stuff. It should be stuff that put us on fair ground. Yeah, we ain't got no hit dirt. They got that huge head short. We should, we just want to be on fair ground. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about everybody getting 100000 at least. Minimum. Not 12. Full stamp cards, unlimited. Mm-hmm. Get out of jail free cards. Ones. A lot it's of jewels. so much stuff. You know. Down pillows, nice robes. There'll be less, less robbing and stealing. Cut that out. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, for real. You talk like that, people act like you crazy, they don't get it. Hey, it's your girl, Don't Call Me White Girl, coming at you live from my house, and I wanted to share with you, because I got a package today, a girl's favorite part of the day, from one of my favorite companies, Factor Meals. Well, now that we're in the thick of summer, and you want to stay with your goals, keep eating nutritious things, Factor Meals is one of my favorites, because they send it right to your door, Everything comes refrigerated, these huge ice bags, and they're very easy to make meals. Let's see what I got. Spicy poblano beef bowl, one of my babes. But for me, these ready to eat easy meal kits make meals even easier. It helps with me staying track on my goals so I can keep things nutritious and healthy. Listen, if you go over to factormills.com today and use the code Don't Call Me White Girl, that's DCMWG50, 
at factormeals.com, you can get 50% off your purchase today. That's factormeals.com. Use code DCMWG50 to get 50% off your purchase today. Stay healthy, make it easier, especially for my moms. Get in and out their kitchen with a nutritious meal that can keep you right on track for summer. The Native Americans got paid. Did they get paid right? No. The Japanese, we put them on like camps when we was at war with them niggas and we locked them up. Mm-hmm. They got checks. Some other Jewish people from the Holocaust, they got paid, didn't they? Mm-hmm. The only person that has to get paid by some huge shit is us. Who else? Where's our fucking money? I hate the fact that he is so ghetto. Like it's, <laughs> we having a conversation, it's getting a little deep. What Vern give us? Where that paper at, nigga? <laughs> Run that shit, my nigga. Vern's a gangster. A Philly nigga shit. He's a Philly Philadelphia for real. Seriously. Um, yeah, it's just bullshit. I don't know. I painkiller is good, but it is upsetting. And I need you to know when you watch it at home, you're not gonna be able to stop. But I need you to know that shit is true. Yeah. I love about Painkiller too. Each series is opened by a person, a couple saying they real life experience. Yep. They mm-hmm. say, Hi, how are you? The things that you'll see in this show has been trying trains, dramatized, whatever, but what has not been dramatized, it's, all of them had the intro is my, my son died at twenty one, mm-hmm. taking um oxycodone. Mm-hmm. My son died, I taking oxycodone. My daughter died fighting this addiction. It's it's real. And I don't know if you know this, Tom, they paid families money. It's like them original families that sued, they got paid. They mm-hmm. they paid families money because it's like when you can prove my child has never been a drug addict, never done anything, goes Ew. to goes to hospital with injury, is talked into or coaxed to try this medicine, gets addicted to it, and then gets no other help, yeah. and then he's outside abusing mm-hmm. heroin. Yeah. You just you could prove that in yeah. a way, and then also they're white. Yeah, they proved all that shit. Literally every step, everything they found a way, and it still was like. Charge them motherfuckers with mis- mislabeling the, the 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 bottles and misbranding. Welcome to America. That's, that that's some ill shit. And it's what shit I was crazy. saying about every time we get a piece of it. For example, in the eighties, right when people figure out like that, instead of letting people, because everybody liked cocaine. Cocaine was super expensive. Richard Pryor goes viral for setting himself on fire, but he's freebasing. He cooking coke. So it's a huge interest in that. Once that, because he's Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. Body burnt up and he's cracking these jokes. You know what I mean? People would get their coke and you would be doing all this shit like a little chemist trying to cook it to smoke it. Mm-hmm. When that nigga figures out, oh, I could cook it for mm-hmm. him and we could the sell it. And, yeah. and the uh, in America, every niggas got rich. Mm-hmm. We talking about motherfuckers 17 with a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? What was more capitalistic than that? It's this huge rush for this new thing, right? I can get some of it, tell some of my friends from class, we could do our own little building, and now we're making $5,000 a day? What's more capitalistic than that? And them niggas got 20 years plus, Mm -hmm. all them motherfuckers. I don't care if you was 18, 17, 25, them niggas got double fucking digits. Mm -hmm. And they didn't even start thinking about changing some of those crack laws. And we're talking about Bill Clinton, Joe Biden, right? Mm-hmm. We need to lock them up 
give them time. They call them super predators. Mm-hmm. Super predators. They had the three strikes you out rule. So if you get booked with crack, I don't give a fuck how little it is, you're going down. You know who else went to jail? Drug addicts. The same drug addicts that right now, right, you get caught with like opiate or whatever, you go to drug court, they get your night, they get your rehab to go to. You won't go to jail, it's so all this stuff in place. But the opioid addict, um, the opioid epidemic affect, affected white people. So they chose, they treated those drug addicts completely different, different than how they treated crack addicts. It was the same fucking thing. It's this huge rush, everybody on it. It's crazy, man. Welcome to America. All the motherfuckers got double digits. All of them. Some other people, okay, it's crack. Before that, when alcohol was illegal, it was alcohol. It's people right now that are rich white families here that are looked up to, and they were bootleggers. Donald Trump's family, they were bootleggers. Mm-hmm. That's what those are crack sellers. It's too much for y'all. It's too much for y'all. <laughs> Let's just do a knock. These niggas ain't woke. That's what a subscription. These, <laughs> these niggas ain't woke. Let me get a light. Just light down. But yeah, it's bullshit. I'm somebody that was affected by that law. It was a it was a one law called the hundred to one law. So if Tom, God forbid, you get locked up with 100 grams of powder mm. and whatever that looks like. It's a big bag like this. I get locked up with one gram of crack. We do the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that is, statistically, white men sell cocaine and black and brown men sell crack. So it was just, it was just yeah. racist. It made all the jails all black because that's all you locking the fuck up. Mm-hmm. They changed that law around... 2007, 2008, when I caught my case, I was facing 10 to life. It went from 10 to life to three years. I was going to do 10 years if the niggas ain't changed that, that law. That's how crazy that shit was. On my first charge. Yeah, nigga, I almost did a diamond in feds, yeah. Shout out to 3 North, nigga. 1449-2067, nigga. Still know my number. Free the jails, nigga. <coughs> and I ain't tell, boy. Y'all want to talk about something? <laughs> um, No, not really being able to. I mean... Fuck them, y'all. They don't want to talk to us. Uh, to the listeners. Hip-hop, you want to say happy birthday to hip-hop? Fuck hip-hop. Listen, <laughs> to, the, to the listeners. You don't know what I've been sitting here thinking about what? last time. What? I'm hungry. Oh, God. You look real good in them sunglasses, and it's kind of like pissing me off a little bit. I know, because they're his. Yeah. Don't you hate when somebody wear your shit look better? <laughs> um... Tom says something about the um, leaving your significant other during the brawl um, because they were fighting and Santana ran up out of there. Shout out to Santana. Shout out to Santana. Santana is, like, that's what you do. When people start fighting and shit or shit gets too crazy, I'm not involved, that's exactly what I do because I don't want to go to jail. Mm-hmm. Phelps is so confused. Santana is dating Zell. Mm-hmm. Zell's girlfriends, um, which, who, was, who was his girlfriends? Don't give me the... The Some famous bitches. They in the club. Oh my god! You haven't yeah, said anything, and you are right. <laughs> Who the other person? Think about it, because you know oh, you don't I, have to be embarrassed. You need to sit closer when you know the stuff, because I need fact checkers. <laughs> I love how you played it. Like I don't really know, but you he know the whole story. But he knows the whole story. <laughs> but it's like I'm gonna give him a little bit, see how they react, then I give him the rest. So he says, "What's your name?" Right. Brad, nice to meet you. Brad says it's Bambi and Erica Mena. And you're right because they say Erica was tripping. It was all her shit. But Zell, you know, you my male friend. You're not going to let me fight the security. He jumps in or whatever. But Zell, boyfriend, flies, Santana, our friend, flies from the top, like wherever he was standing at, throwing money, and hauls ass. That's the first clip. As soon as you see it, he run. He leave him. 
But people talking shit like you're not supposed to leave your man. No, why we both got going to jail? That's a waste of time. <laughs> That's selfish too. Yeah, fuck that. We ain't both going to jail. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, sorry, are all the hurricane people be well? Is it California, Florida? What is it? They be there. I mean, let me not, not say Hawaii. that. Everybody, not Hawaii hey. had fires. Not Hawaii had fires. That was crazy. Prayers, prayers. California was supposed to get the hurricane. It really didn't hit yeah. them like that. It had like a little bit of flooding. I but see it was flooding a little bit. They was in there swimming in it. And all nah, that them, them fires in Hawaii was real though. Yeah. Was, yeah. Tom, you really got on here gun laws, and I talked about that. I didn't know you had that on here. Look how we're connected. I know. Um, we talked about, and I want to retract something. We did talk about the cardiac arrest with the kids. We talked about that last week. Yeah, well, y'all got into it a little but bit. But I was wrong about that. It is people that don't say that it was from the jab. Mm -hmm. So it's not, what I said last week was, oh, nobody's saying that. The people are saying something. Mm -hmm. I just had to look. Mm -hmm. You think so? But You had cardiac arrest? Oh, my God. Not, and you never had heart problems. They they didn't hear them. They, Bread. What are you saying? I'm so glad you're here. Shout out to Brad's heart. You made it. What the fuck? How old are you? you know how niggas? I don't know. 40, 30, 20. That's crazy. And you don't eat no pork because your beer big. <laughs> Damn, bro. I'm I'm happy that you're here. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm, for the people at home, Brad shared that he had a heart attack April 1st. Mm -hmm. What a fucking joke, right? Did everybody you text that day to tell they think you playing? It was April Fool's Day. They ain't catch it. Dumb. <laughs> Dumb. Word, I, I, know, I know my baby, he's sleep. I keep catching Phelps and it's like dream part where you don't know if you up or you sleep or not. <laughs> I gave Phelps a rough day already. I didn't put Phelps through some shit. I hope Phelps a dick suck at this point. <laughs> um, real fast, y'all. Do y'all know what's going on in Florida? I know you do, Brad. Jacksonville. The new civil, the new, um, the new like uh, thing uh, for the kids. Oh, the curriculum thing. The new mm -hmm. curriculum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not. Do hip. you know who some one of the pieces? Guess who's speaking to the kids directly? Who? Candace. Candace Owens is talking to kids. Oh, wow. And guess what her point was in her little video? That slavery wasn't just done by white people. And she's not just saying that to be, like, salacious. It's just true. Slavery, white people weren't the only slave owners. And that some say that um, Africans were cannibalists and, like, wild, basically. And that slavery brought them a certain amount of, like, you know, Christianity and how to live. Like, they're totally trying to flip slavery to, like, it's not that bad. Like, it's blatant. I mean, and Candace is on an extra. Like, what, they going to play that video for the kids? Because it's a cartoon. It's not just her. It's a cartoon. It's Candace. I cannot. But, like, yo, if I lived in Florida, I would move. That's how serious that is for me. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck, Section 8, whatever. We gonna figure out, because there's always yeah. a way. We gonna figure out how to get up out of here. My kid cannot go. To, I don't even give a fuck if the school is like, oh, we're not gonna do that curriculum. Yeah. Don't, y'all, it's too loose right now. Y'all yeah. can do whatever the fuck y'all want. Yeah. What do you think the agenda is? I know what the agenda is. The, the, 
to me, Republicans, that just whole vibe, they are very big on systematic racism isn't real, get over it, everything's fair now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is, that's all school is, is like indoctrination to a certain extent. So if you could catch kids early and have them on this thing where you're giving them this, don't be angry at white people. White people didn't do anything yeah. bad, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, it's, the fight is easier yeah. when you feed yeah. them bullshit later. At the end of the day, I know what I know about black history now because of my grandmother and my mother. I wasn't really taught anything in school, so it's like, what the fuck are y'all trying to reverse? It's not much in that bitch now you know what i mean like it ain't real true for the love of god they still celebrate columbus day i I just had a third grader second grader they still celebrate columbus in public school Mm -hmm. we know who columbus yo when i told my kid my kids be oh he wouldn't color the paper because he said he doesn't support columbus yep because my motherfucking kids know what's going on, baby. I, I ain't going to lie, though. I don't know why. I, I went to, a, like, a white Catholic school in middle school. We watched Roots. I had to write on that. Oh, we did, too. Yeah, we watched Roots, yeah. too. Yeah, we, did too. we watched Roots. But I'm saying, as far as history, they do not teach they what really happens to us. It is absolutely important that a black teenager knows about Jim Crow, the civil rights movement, yeah, know about slavery. This for the love of God, it was you. You're pretending like it's not a big deal, and we went to war with each other over it. How the fuck do you explain the civil war if slavery wasn't that big of a deal? Like we fought each other and killed each other over it. The only time it's ever happened that that was the big mitigating factor. It wasn't just you know slavery was in that debate, right? What are we talking about? Listen. We learned, though. Like, we learned that's what, what niggas was fighting over with slavery. <laughs> like, it wasn't even sugar-coated back then. Bro, they, that shit is that's like... crazy. When you watch it, you like... Like, it, it looks like um, like some shit you'll see online. Like, some troll shit. But that's what they... That's that's it. Plus play for the kids. I feel like when I... In Florida, right now. Okay. DeSantis. Like Shout out to DeSantis. Well, when I was growing up, I feel like they sugarcoated, like, the way the Indians was treated and, like, that whole thing. Right. I didn't so. get that whole story. But in terms of, like, the Holocaust and slavery, I learned about that. We had a, a Holocaust victim come to school, talk mm-hmm. to us. But you we, we went read. to private school. Convert, yeah. Can we please be clear? Phelps' yeah. mother gave a fuck about him, <laughs> and she spent a big bag. Because he don't. I don't know if he understands how different that is. <laughs> A public school experience compared to a private yeah. one? Like, what are we talking about, boy? Yeah. I remember at a point, they, I got kicked out of regular school. I was a little bad, just a little bit. And I had to go to alternative school in ninth grade. And the school they put me in, it was seventh graders, eighth graders, ninth graders, tenth graders, all in the same class. Like, that's public school, nigga. I think I speak on it like <laughs> that, too, because my people was still... Like, that wasn't enough. I still had to go home and read more books and learn mm-hmm. more shit. I feel, that's why I'm probably disregarding it, because they was like, nigga, that ain't all of it. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I um, I always tell the story. My grandmother had a painting, and it, I thought it was ants on a log. It was the um, a diagram of a slave ship. And then they put the people, like, little dots, and I, that's what I thought it was, like, mm-hmm. bugs or something. She's like, no, those people. And I remember being like, people? And she's like, yeah, if they had the shit, they shit on each other. They had to throw up, they yeah. throw on each other. They had a baby. Had, I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember our first conversation, I was probably, like, six. I'm, like, in tears. Like, why did that happen to us? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And guess what I did? Made my child cry right after and told her as soon as I could, fuck that. You need to know what's going on, nigga. What you mean? You think so? 
Right, to choose that. Because Roots is not necessarily a, a it's not a documentary. It's a no. fucking, yeah. Y'all know how Roots was wrote? That guy who Al made Taylor it, wrote. he, he traced himself. Yeah. And then he put a little bit of everything he learned in it. So it's like, it's bullshit. Like, you know, he didn't go out of his way to make it factual. He just mixed yeah. up a bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? That was disappointing for me. You know what else was really disappointing for me? When I found out the man that made Kwanzaa the kind of person he was. Because we celebrated Kwanzaa growing up. Mm -hmm. Kwanzaa is completely made yeah. up as well. Mm -hmm. He took a bunch of different shit, put it together. Yeah, life sucks. I'm going to do a dark side of a DM. I don't really know what else to say to y'all. I mean, this is where we live. We're pretty much fucked. And y'all got to stop calling the SWAT team to... Um, Celebrities to people's house, yeah. Nikki found out the bitch that was doing yeah, her. Yeah, Nikki was going. She was ramming online. And she was. I mean, could you imagine that? You put your house being surrounded more than once, mm -hmm. and you know a fan did it. Oh my god! Please don't do that to me, because number one, they never getting in. They're gonna be out there for hours. <laughs> like I'm not. I don't open the door for the police. I have opened the door for the police since I went to jail for doing it. Um, I got so many DMs like. Y'all are like wearing me down with this shit right now. Um, uh, there's so many more. By the way, make sure y'all subscribe to the podcast. What the fuck does that mean? That's <laughs> just the kill time while we looking for the deal. Um, there's so many of these bitches like. Also, very appreciative of y'all for taking the time and listening to um, our request for the voicemails. Oh, they changed them? Yes. Everything is So is it a reason seconds. why they keep coming to my DM with 20, it? 20, no, they, they, people just don't read. Like, I'm just, I'm starting, like, we get comments, people come back and be like, where's the number for the voicemail? Or where's this? And where's that? I'm like, it's been the same place it's always been yeah. for two years. Like, where's Dre? Like, <laughs> I don't even know at this point what we got to do Bro. for them to get it. Um. <laughs> All right, I'll do this one. I remember this one. She said, hey, so I have a question that needs advice. It's on some co-worker friendship. Sidebar, I haven't had a lot of jobs, so <laughs> I'm going to try, but I really, I've never even, like, got that far into, like, you know, like, how do you deal with your co-workers? Like, I was somebody I used to, like, I, would, I locked the cook in the freezer one time and got fired. Because he used to get my nerves real bad. Me and I pulled the joint and locked like, it in the freezer. And he got so upset. First of all, how you know I did it? He like, you only went back here. So what? He was so mad. They fired me that day. Walk me out with my little apron on. I ain't never had problems with my coworkers. Me neither. Um, <laughs> Obviously. So I work with a bunch of women and it gets catty. She irritates me because instead of, why wouldn't you write Caddy, C-A-T-T-Y? She put Caddy like a Cadillac, C-A-D-D-Y. <laughs> What's that, weird? Autocorrect. Like it gets Caddy. I have a lot of friends at work, and we all hang out in and out of work. I started training this new girl, and I liked her, and I started hanging with her outside. Then all my girls are like, no, nah, we don't like her. She's a snitch. She shysty, she lazy, and all this other stuff. But I fuck with her. So now I'm in the middle of my old friends and my new friend. Basically, my girls are teasing me like, you new pick because we don't like her. Don't know what you meant by that, babe. 
So I back off because I fuck with my girls. Loyalty, right? This was horribly written, girl. <laughs> and you are grown. Land your plane. Like. Yeah, like, um, I would think loyalty, I guess. Like, I, first of all, I think it's very weird that you hang with your coworkers outside of work. Like, ew, who does that? And you already got friends. Why was that like a friends said they weird? Yeah, it's over. No, the friends are the co-workers. Oh, she got all co-worker friends. <laughs> Phelps. She works with a bunch of women. They work in they hang out outside of work. Oh, okay, okay. The new bitch at the job, she started fucking with her, but then they tell her no. She's shysty, lazy. She stank. Let me see. Why was that a dire need though? Like why was why was she shysty, she lazy, she a snitch. But I fucks with her. This girl is, that's crazy. You're grown ass. I couldn't imagine like that, but I guess loyalty. This an issue in your life right now? Right, like you're that's so grown. Like, like, what the fuck, girl? Was that a dire thing? <laughs> like, I'm not going to not hang with somebody because, I don't know, I don't know. I want to be loyal, yeah, boom. But if I really like somebody and I fuck with them. Yeah. You're not about to tell me something I and then can't. I don't hang with them. You know what yeah, I mean? Just keep it separate. Men do that too. God damn, let me get a light. We about, it's almost over. Yeah, we rapping. Fuck that, I want a light. <laughs> I had a rough night. Did I tell you I was doing a breakfast club? Make sure y'all listen. I hope I look pretty. And y'all better get in the comments like, oh my gosh, this is the best whole show I ever had. Oh my God. Flood the comments, y'all. Tag Charlemagne. Tag Envy. Oh, tag um, I Heart. Tag BT. You got this from. Um, <laughs> I see. <laughs> you really. You got this. Oh, this yours? Oh, you're so cool. Let me see. Aloha. I am manifesting. Be refilling this, John. I am manifesting. First of all, let's do a nail cam. You know how to do nail cam? I need you to zoom in on these for the ladies. So we got it here. <laughs> Guess what's the best about this? Guess what? These are press ones, guys. Oh my gosh, she is a beast. Can you believe that? Look at that. Uh, close your eyes, Tom. Look at that. She's a beast. Look. Um, I'm manifesting me to get on point and all of us to get on point, okay? It is a season where it's everybody is being sneaky, trying to use you, trying to get up in your shit. These are energy, blood-sucking bastards, and we need to be on point. We have to hold ourselves accountable for not noticing red flags, for not using our gut. Your gut always tells you the right thing. Normally, your first thought and reaction to something, you be dead right. Mm -hmm. Then you do the exit people opinion, have a conversation. Now you all twisted. You already know your third eye, open it, wipe that motherfucker out, get the crust out that bitch, and pay attention. Okay? We are in a year of accountability. All that, he ain't shit. Treat me like shit. Bitch, you're allowing it. Wake up, bitch. The dick is not that good, and even if it is... Get off of it. 
One, two, three, get off them dicks. Shout out to Cookie Tookie. R.I.P. Cookie Tookie. Okay? I love y'all. We could do this together. I love y'all. And shout out to the listeners on my tractor trailer drivers, on shout those long hauls, right? You didn't stop rubbing out. You know what I mean? Strumming the guitar, tried to take it down. Now you're in the parking lot looking for a lot lizard to keep you warm tonight. Shout out to y'all, man. And shout out to the lady truck drivers. Get you a lot lizard. Pay somebody eat that pussy. You attract the trailer <laughs> driver, bitch. That's a part of the culture, bitch. Fit in. Stop being a pussy. Get you a little Ziploc. Get you a little, uh, what is that, saran wrap. And get you a nice chewy from a lot lizard. You deserve <laughs> it, bitch. You've been driving for 22 hours, baby. You hear me? And lay off that meth. Slow down off that coke. Slow down off that motherfucking powder. That's your third red bowl, baby. Slow down. You only get one heart. Ain't that right? This nigga almost lost it. You don't know. Ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. I love y'all. <laughs> um, is that it, guys? Is there anything else to tell them? Watch Painkiller. We'll discuss it next week. It's really good. Phelps, would you like to watch Painkiller with us? I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm a sports nigga, man. Football season about to start. I'm really about to be all the way out the loop with everything y'all got going on. That remind me of um, Lil Big Cause. Lil Big Cuz. I got C. You know him? <laughs> y'all know the young boy from whack, TikTok, yeah. Whack Lil Cousin. Mm-hmm. I got um, um, I got C. That's what folks gave us a strong gotta see. Thanks for joining in, people. We love you a lot. Okay, we'll see you next week. Here at the Don't Call Me White Girl podcast. Thank you.